Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast with Ryan Cote, where we feature casual conversations with entrepreneurs about personal development and growth. Hey, Jason. Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. How's it going? Good. Good morning, Ryan. Good morning. We were talking before we started recording, and it sounds like you've got a busy weekend with your clients, entertaining, coaching, some seminars. And so how are you feeling right now, energy-wise? So it's all right. I mean, we we I do these uh, weekend workshops once a quarter with my mastermind, and they they fly in and from all over. And we, you know, we're doing it in Nashville this weekend. We're the next one's going to be in uh, Destin, Florida, in November. But yeah, it's a busy it's a busy weekend when I do them. But it's always fun. We had a big private cigar dinner. It was amazing last night, and uh, didn't get home until late. And then had early podcast recordings of myself this morning. And then I've got a dinner tonight, and then workshop all day tomorrow. So. It's what I'm here on the planet for. So it's not work. It feels fantastic. Okay. So I was going to ask you, how do you protect or feed your energy to be at your best for these things? But is the answer that you just, it's what you're meant to do. So you don't need to be fed the energy. It's there naturally or there, or are there things you do? I think it is there naturally. And I think that's when, when you find something that the Japanese uh, call ikigai or, or, or other people refer to as your unique ability or your superpower. But when you figure that out, one of the one of the things that has to be there has to be present in order for it to actually be your superpower, your ikigai, or your unique ability is that it has to give you energy. It has to be something that you can do for hours and hours and hours, and then and when it's over, you can still be energized. It doesn't really zap the energy, and that's what that's why I'm a coach. I'm a coach because that's I get energy from it. I do. Now that being said. That doesn't mean I can go 24 hours a day, five days in a row and, and, and not be tired. I try to protect that. And I take some time off, you know, leisure when I know, hey, I'm going to be spending the next 36 hours just 100%. I might take some time off to go hang out, smoke a cigar, ride my motorcycle or something just to chill when normally I would be working on a project or writing or doing some content recording or something like that. But you got to balance it. You can't just go 100% and expect even something you love to prevent you from getting tired. I agree. Yeah. Good. Very good advice for everyone listening. And for everyone listening, for my, for my audience of morning upgraders, let's go back to the beginning. Uh, let's introduce you. Tell, tell us you know, who you are, what you do for a living, which you've kind of already told us a little bit. And then give us a, a big win, something you're grateful for in your life right now. My name is The Real Jason Duncan, and I am a business coach that specializes in helping entrepreneurs get out of the weeds of operation and go on to live something I call the exit lifestyle. In other words, being able to choose what you do every day, having complete control of your time, energy, and money without necessarily having to sell the business, which is the kind of the trick. So that's what I do every day. And I'm a business owner. I own six different companies. I exited one of my um, big companies in January 2020, and uh, I still own it. So I teach other people how to do exactly what I did. I still own it, still get the financial benefits, the tax benefits, but I have zero daily duties in that business. And I was able to go on and do what I'm really passionate about, what I'm here on the earth for, which is to start this coaching company. You know, what I'm grateful for is I've got an amazing wife. We've been married 27 mm -hmm. years. We've got two great kids. I'm grateful that I've experienced the success I've been able to experience so that I could live the life that I live now because I could make a lot more yeah. money doing something else. Like I could make a lot more money if I started this business or that business or bought that business. But I wouldn't trade that money for the time that I have. Time is a more important commodity to me than than money. So at the end of the, the end of the life, I, I want to I want to know that I spent all the time that I had the right way. So that's that's what I'm grateful for. 
I'm very grateful for that. So with your kids, are you bringing them into the businesses? I, I forget how old they are, but for some reason, I feel like they're in their late teens or early 20s from our last conversation. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, good memory. My son's 22. He lives on his own. Uh, he actually rents my grandmother's house. He lives in my grandmother's. Sure. She, she lives in a um, an assisted living facility now, but uh, so the family still owns the house. So he, he lives in there by himself. And then my daughter's 19. She still lives here with us. It's funny that you asked that question. So I've got a really proud dad <laughs> story to share. <laughs> So my son, you know, he's he's working for a like a landscape maintenance company that has national contracts with Corps of Engineer properties. So it's it's not just the guys in trucks mowing grass. He's actually it's a pretty significantly sized company. He's working for them hourly. He likes being outside, but he has no real ambition. Doesn't like he he's unclear. There's lack of clarity. So he doesn't really know what he wants to accomplish. Now I'm proud of him. In fact, that he's figured out how to live on his own and he doesn't ask us for money as much as he used to. <laughs> so so that's been that's good. But we invited ourselves to his his house, which is my grandmother's house, for dinner this past week. And when I say we invited ourselves, we said, hey, mom will cook. We'll bring food over. We'll have dinner. And he's like, yes, home cooked meal. That'd be awesome. So we have dinner and um I've been telling both of my kids that they got to get into real estate. I've been telling that for years, even though I'm barely into it myself. But I understand that if I was 20, you know, I know what what I know now, I would be a billionaire today if I'd have done the right thing. So I'm telling them, you got to do it, you got to do it. Well, so my, so I recommended last week a book to my son called Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. Have you, Ryan, yep. you ever heard of that book or read it? I've heard of it. You know, I have not read it though. So oh I'm going to make a note of that. Dude. You can listen to it on YouTube for free, like three and a half hours. It is unbelievable. So I recommended this book to my son last week. And so when we were at dinner, he he said, hey, I listened to that book. I'm like, really? Yeah, he goes, I, I, I really liked it. It was very good. And I said, well, you need to go read Think and Grow Rich as well, because it's a great book by Napoleon Hill. It's his number one book. And then we just got to talking about life, and money, and finances. And he said, uh, he said, well, what? What, what do you think I need to do next? And I said, well, I think you should read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which I'm, I'm sure I'm almost certain you yep. know what I'm talking about. Yep. Everybody yep. knows yep. It. Yep. it's sitting on my desk right now. I'm looking at it. But I, I said, you should read that. And he goes, well, what's, what's that about? And I told him, I said, it's the number one money, you know, personal finance money book ever written. It'll teach you about real estate, what, how to think about money differently. I'm coming to a landing on this story. So, so my son calls me yesterday in the middle of the day, which he doesn't normally do. And when he does, it's either going to be really good or really bad. <laughs> it's like, hey, dad, you got a few minutes to talk? Oh my gosh, what happened? Or, or <laughs> hey, you got a few minutes to talk? And he's going to tell me something amazing. Well, it happened to be one of those moments where it was the latter. It was just something yeah. amazing. He said, hey, today's Friday. We're recording this on Friday. He called me yesterday, which was Thursday. And I've made that recommendation Monday night at dinner. He called me yesterday. And he said, dad, he goes, well, I finished Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I'm like, what? Like, I just told you about this Monday night. How did you have time in two and a half days to read this whole book? And he said, well, I, he, he's, he's work outside. He works outside all day long. So he put in earbuds and just listened to the whole thing. Uh, smart. And then he said, here's my two takeaways. And he said, number one, I need a mentor. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> is this my kid telling me this stuff? And then he said, number two, I need to work on my self-confidence because I need to have a definitive purpose in life so that I can work towards it. I said, that sounds a whole lot like outwitting the devil too, doesn't it? He goes, you know what? It yeah. does. So all that to say, to answer to your question, am I bringing the kids into the business? Not really, but I'm encouraging them to think about money and to think about real estate investing because I, I really believe that that is the best way long-term to build passive income cash flow that will support your life, whatever you want to do. Yeah. I mean, so my wife and I have some, some investment properties, but there's a guy in one of my masterminds. He is... 
the definition of a beast. So him and his brother, he's only 30, okay? I mean, his brother, I think his brother's 32. They've developed a system for buying properties that are very, in very poor shape, okay, in a certain area of Ohio, and they buy them, they fix them up, and they rent them out for cash flow. They've been doing this for a few years now, and they have this system. And they have close to, at the time of us having this conversation, they have close to 400 homes that they own and rent out. It's just like, he's just like unstoppable. Him and his brother, it's, it's rinse and repeat. And yeah, so I, I see it. And uh, it's very good advice. I need to, I need to, you know, one of our goals is to buy a, a lake house. We'd be in like five years, rent it out and Airbnb and have a place we can go to. So yeah, 100% agree. Well, we, we, my wife and I are, are closing on a house in the Smoky Mountains, a cabin next mm-hmm. month, and we're nice. going to be doing a short-term rental with it. And we we're scared to death because we don't know how to do it. I, we, we, this is the first time we've ever done it, but we know it's the right thing to do. And we're just going to trust that at the worst, at worst, it's we're going to have this really cool house in the mountains that is paid for by, you know, it pays for itself. At best, it's going to provide, you know, maybe dollars $60,000 in cash flow annually. So we'll see what happens. I've got a friend who has a house in Cape Cod. We're kind of going off. I want to ask about your morning routine, but and we're kind of going off at tangents, but I think this is helpful for, for everyone listening, just in case they, they don't know this service exists for real estate. I've got a friend who has a house in Cape Cod. There's a service up there. I don't know what they call themselves, property management, rental services. I don't know, but they basically give them a lump sum of cash every year that covers the mortgage for the whole year. And then they rent it out themselves. And they obviously rent it out for more than they give my friend. But his house is basically paid for unless there's like random repairs that need to be made. But his house is paid for every year from this lump sum of cash he gets from the rental company. And the rental company makes sure it gets rented out to good people, that it's taken care of, cleaned up. So it's very... And then he gets it for like a month, a year to use as as he wishes. And so there's services out there that can make it more hands-off. Not automated, but more hands-off. We're working with... um... There's a lady I had on my podcast. Her name is Avery Carl, and she owns a company called The Short Term Shop. And so this is kind of a plug for her, but but they do almost a billion dollars a year in real estate sales just yes. the short term market. She's built a phenomenal business, and and their agents only sell and manage and or not manage but sell and help buy short term rentals. And they offer a coaching program for all their clients to go through. So we're we're working with them. We're very happy with what they're doing, and 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 we're we're about to start their coaching program on how to manage, self-manage these without it being a full-time job. So we'll see, you know, who knows, who knows what's going to happen. So let's go back to your, let's go to personal development, being that this is the morning upgrade podcast. I have not yet, I've not, I've never asked someone's morning routine on this show. So I got to find out what yours is. What, What do your mornings look like? So my mornings look like this. So I do not set an alarm. Um, I finally got to a place where I don't feel like I need to do that. And I'm, I'm living my life to where I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to be a slave to some digital device to wake me up and tell me to get my day started. And I love mm-hmm. that. That being said, one day a week, I have coffee with a friend pretty early and I set it for that because it's a decision I made to have that coffee. But every other day of the week, I don't. But my body has been trained to get, you know, I still wake up between either 5.30 and 6.30. Sometime, sometime in that one hour slot, I wake up every day. Like I didn't get in bed until after midnight last night because I was I had that cigar dinner with some clients. And um, I still woke up at, I think, 6.22 when I turned over and looked at the clock for the first time. That then, And I had a podcast to start at 7.30. So I didn't even set an alarm for that because I knew I would wake up. 
So I don't set an alarm. And then my first thing I do every morning is I roll straight out of bed onto my knees and I say a, a short prayer. And I thank God for being the king of the universe and for letting me be a part of his, you know, his world. And hopefully I'll be a good servant, do the right things for that day. And then whatever happens to appear on my mind, I'll say a little prayer about that. And the length of that prayer is usually determined by how full my bladder is. <laughs> so, so if I got to go to the bathroom, I, you know, the prayers are really short. Then I go, you know, take care of bathroom needs. And then I, I, I make a pot of coffee every morning, you know, six to eight cups of coffee and uh, sit out on the back porch and go through my prayer list. And then I uh, take a bicycle ride my, most mornings, three or four mornings a week at least for eight or nine miles and do a little short workout in the garage and then continue sipping coffee and then take a shower and get dressed and walk down the long commute hallway to my office in my house and get started with my day. So that's that's my normal morning routine. That's awesome. I have a question. I don't normally ask this, but I just I think it'll be helpful for, for everyone listening, especially someone that's listening that might be struggling with their business, their life, their life fulfillment, whatever you want, whatever word you want to use. I know I don't know you that well, but we've I've been on your podcast. We've had a few conversations after that. You've had success in your in the business world. You live from what I could tell a life that's very fulfilling, you know, a lot of fun included in that, good family. Like how? Like someone that's struggling, what 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 advice can you give them? Like, you know, obviously hard work and all that, but is there anything else that you think has contributed to what you've achieved and what you have right now that you can share? That's a pretty deep question. Good question. It's deep, and there's certainly a lot of little nuances to how that question could be answered. But I would say that I don't live my life by priorities. I live it in terms of what's at the center. And I think I think that's one of the things that kind of changed my mindset a long, long time ago. Because if we live by priority list, no matter what's at the top, let, let's say, for example, the priority of, is God at the top of your list. And then second is your wife, and then second, third is your kids, and then fourth is your job, and well, whatever. Let, let's pretend that you live by priorities, and that those are your priorities. Well, priority lists tend to end up being treated as to-do lists. We don't do it on purpose, but it's like, okay, God's priority. So, what do I need to do? Okay, I need to I need to say a prayer every morning. I need to read the Bible. I need to go to church. Whatever, what happens to be. And okay, check. All right, okay, wife's next. I got to do a date night once a month. I got to do. Okay, check. I learned a long time ago that if you do priority lists and that's how you live your life, you end up treating everything as a task. Where if you look at it in terms of something, the most important thing in your life being at the center of everything. So if everything's on the piece of paper, if everything's on the whiteboard, whatever you wrote down, everything's there, what's at the center? And for me, that center is my relationship with my creator, you know, Jesus Christ, Yahweh. I mean, I, that, that for me, that's the center of everything. And then, and then the next concentric circle right next to the center is my wife. And the next concentric circle is my kids. And the next is maybe my business, you know, that, 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 cause that, that affects everything else. And then, then, and, and it goes on down through there and somewhere in there is motorcycling. Cause I like motorcycling cigars, like cigars and drinking interesting rums and bourbons. But, but those aren't, those aren't on a list and they're not check off things. So God and my wife and my kids are at the center of every decision that I make. So I think for me, having that mindset shift changed things. So now when I look at my business, and the business for most entrepreneurs is seems is the thing that you spend the most waking hours on. But then you say, well, my family's more important. Well, is it? Or did you just check a list off mm-hmm. and then you spent the rest of the time working on that? For So for me, 
family's most important, or, or excuse me, is, is more important because it's closer to the center than my business. So if I'm in the middle of business and something comes up where I need to deal with a spiritual concern with a friend, or if I need to, maybe there's something that my wife needs, I will drop what I need, what's appropriately droppable and go handle that because that's more important, but not in, a, in terms of a list. It's just, it's at the center. So that's a weird way to answer the question. I'm sure for most people listening to this, but that's one of the things I think is you've got to, you've got to make fair what's at the center of who you are and everything and needs to revolve around that. Yeah. I don't think it's a weird, weird way to answer it at all. It's got me thinking about my center. I think that for everyone listening, it's a great journaling exercise, you know, like get clear on what your center is and then uh, prioritize it. So yeah, no, I think that's a, it's a great way to, to end this conversation that flew by, by the way, thanks for everything you shared, Jason. If, uh, if someone wants to reach out to you or learn more about you, uh, where should we send them? I'm on all social media platforms at the real Jason Duncan, and uh, my Instagram is where I spend most of my time. So if you want to send me a DM through there and say, just put the the word uh, "morning upgrade," I'll know that you heard me on this show, and and uh, we can chat. I, I respond to everything personally, so if you've got anything you need, just reach out and. Uh, Go to therealjasonduncan.com if you want to read all about what I do and the offers that I have as a a coach. Awesome. Thanks, Jason. Appreciate it. Thank you, man. Thanks for listening to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. Please subscribe and review. And don't forget to visit us at morningupgrade.com for more content.